You shouldn't need any breath today. I gave you one just, you know, because it was a nice day today. You know? I'm not talking about the game. I mean, it was a literally a nice day in Miami. It's been a couple of nice days in Miami. The last three days, like weather-wise, like you just go outside and there's like not a cloud in the sky. It is like amazing weather. And it's funny that the amazing weather comes like after, you know, spring break, people came and like, you know, all hell broke loose and shit. And like all, you know, ultra music, stuff. I mean, they had good weather too. I just had Chick-fil-A. I told you I got here, I eat, watch game. And we do this. We'll deal with it. But the last couple of days have been like pristine fucking days in Miami. They're the kind of days that you're like, you know, this is why I love this fucking city. This is why I live here in Miami. Those are the kind of days that we've had. The kind of days where it's like, you know. Your friends up north in New York, you know, like they got nice days too, but they're like, oh, it's partly cloudy and we're outside and it's like freezing. It's like 27. And it's like the kind of days in Miami where like you go outside and you take a picture and you send it to them. What's that kind of days in Miami? He cultura. He cultura. He cultura. Studio Mogura, M-O-G-U-R-A. Studio M-O-G-U-R-A. At Twitter. Instagram. Twitch. Somewhere on YouTube. StudioMogura.com. That's where you want to go. Sponsored by OctoTalk. Sponsored by Octotaku Comics and Collectibles. And the blah, 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 is part of the actual thing. Like the name Octotaku Comics and Collectibles. Like the, the name of the company. The, blah, 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 it's part of it. Because Octotaku is a comic collecting octopus. Very reputable. Been in the business for a long time. He lives out in the Atlantic Ocean. And he collects comics. You know? He doesn't have a shop. Because obviously you can't breathe underwater. Duh. But he does have a shop on eBay. He's a little bit tied up right now. I heard something about there being like, you know, a storm out there in the Atlantic Ocean. I don't know what it was. Uh, but, you know... You can find them on eBay, or you can go directly to his uh, website, octotaku.com. That's octo, then taku. Octo, taku. Taku means octopus in Japanese, by the way. T-A-K-U. T-A-K-U. Octo, T-A-K-U. Today's episode is obviously not sponsored, but sponsored by True Leaf, as always. And today, <clears throat> we are going to hit the Super Silver Haze. Okay? 
So I hope you're ready for that. Hope you're ready for that. There's a lot to talk about. You know there is. Sorry. I had to shoo away the cat because I think I dropped a french fry and the cat went right for it. She got it. She got the goddamn french fry. I look back and she's like eating it. As fast as she can. I thought she was like choking on some shit or dying. So I kind of freaked out a little bit. I'm going to be completely honest with you. But then I looked at her and I knew what she was doing. She was eating the fucking french fry. She ate my fucking french fry. She's like, that's how she was. And I, and I just looked at her and I looked at, the, I pointed at, she has a box, you know, it's not a box. It's like the little um, carry, carry case thing that the, you know, the cats, you take the cats into the vet and stuff. And uh, I pointed to it because that's, that's also kind of her jail. It's the only way I can kind of like discipline her. She's just out of control. Okay. Where do we start, man? You know, there's just so much to, so much to talk about, so much to talk about. I wrote some stuff down, obviously, you know, I had to, and not much, I don't think that much compared to the other ones, compared to like the last one and compared to the ones before. Also, you know, please, you know, check out the previous episodes because this thing continues like an anime, you know. It's not like you can just jump right in in the middle. There's no filler episodes here, okay. So you got to hit up the beginning, catch up, and you're like, oh, okay, because I make references. And I want you to check the track record. I want you to see and know that I'm not, like, just talking out my ass here. Well, I, I am talking out my ass here because that's all. I mean, this is literally what podcasting is, is talking out your ass. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. That's just how it is. But... I feel like I've been a little bit on point. Just a little bit. I'm not. I'm trying not to brag. I'm trying not to be all like uh, you know, all uh, all in your face. But I'm gonna be a little bit in your face today. I'm gonna try and keep a calm demeanor. I'm gonna try and not yell. Cause why? Why? What? What? What, what is there to yell about? What? Why should I yell? Why should I be still upset at this team? Hmm? Why? Because they haven't won anything? Okay, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. But they kind of won something today. I mean, they didn't win everything. But they kind of won something today. And if you listen to the last episode, I told you. This road trip was going to be big for us. It was gonna. It was gonna be a real big test for us. I mean, the gauntlet is still going. The goal is to finish the gauntlet, you know, on the up end and not 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 trending down. You know, the gauntlet started out tough, but now we got you know we got one and we got a big one. This was not a small win. This was not like oh well the you know. The Celtics lost some guy, and it's like, oh, they didn't No. No excuses on this one. That's the cat playing with her stuff. There's no excuses on this one. No excuses. I'm gonna fix her toy because her toy kind of broke. There's no excuses. 
Jason Tatum was playing. Brown, everybody was like, Marcus Smart, everyone was playing. Everyone, this, this is the team that we will face if we face them. Or if anybody faces them. I highly recommend you listen to the first episode. I believe it's in the first episode of Heat Cultura. Go back and listen to it. That's where I told you. Boston is a great team. Boston is a great organization. Great franchise. History. Legacy. Dynasty. I give it to you. But I don't fear them. I do not fear them. Listen to me. You hear the tone of my voice? I'm being serious to you right now. Okay? I'm not fucking around. Listen to me. Come here. Come here. Come here. Sit right next to me. There you go. I don't fear Boston. I never will. They could have LeBron James in his prime. And I will not fear him. Because LeBron James destroyed him. I know that really doesn't make any sense. but I know you understand also at the same time. Because this whole show doesn't make any sense. Nothing makes any sense anymore. Russia is attacking Ukraine for like no fucking reason, bro. Nothing makes sense. There's still people in this world who think like the most craziest things. Like, you know, a vaccination. Something to prevent you from getting sick. Is actually like tracking them with like robots and shit. I mean, it's like fucking insane right now. Okay? But if there's one thing that I know. One thing I believe in besides, like, you know, truth, liberty, and the American way, and the heat, and unfortunately the fucking Jets, I guess. I mean, fuck them, but whatever. You know, that's just how it is. But seriously, I do not fear Boston, and neither should you, unless you're, like, another team, obviously, because if you're another team, then, oh, yeah, totally fucking fear Boston, because they're really good. But if we're the heat, I don't know what it is. I can't explain it to you. It's like explaining like, well, I don't want to tell you it's like explaining stars because I can actually explain stars to you. Those are fucking huge balls of gas and shit, you know? Like, you know, I get it, you know? I mean, it, you know what I mean. Like, like imagine if you were like in, I don't even want to say like 1400s and stuff like that because they had like telescopes and smart ass people back then too. But okay, so like, imagine you're like a caveman and you just look up at the sky and you're like, wow. I don't know how that ties in anymore. I just lost myself on that. But whatever. Who doesn't matter? Only thing that matters is I do not fear. You should not fear. We do not fear. Heat don't fear Boston. That is part of heat cultura. That is heat culture. Write it down forever on the heat constitution. We do not fear Boston. Ever. Ever again. Ever again. The ghost of Jason Terry haunts that place. And it always will be there to protect us. Just remember that. So anyways, I told you. Struce D. Struce is the Terminator. We have established it before in previous episodes. And again, I just feel like a broken record sometimes. And I'm really sorry. I just, it just, you know, it's just, it's just, that's how it is. That's how it is. 
you know, mainly also a lot of times because you guys haven't probably heard the last previous episodes. Because when I always go look at it, it's like, oh, there's only like two people that listen to it. And I'm like, oh, wait, that was me. So like hearing it again, making sure like there's nothing crazy in it. Even though there's like a lot of crazy. The last episode was like, whoa. I, I listened to the last episode myself and I was like, shit. I think I lit a little bit too much loose there. You know, I was a little worried. But at the same time, I'm like, you know what? That's like when I was in high school and shit. So it's like, you know, it's funny. It's good. It's all right. Let people know that, hey, you know, this is good. This, this, shit, this kind of crazy shit happens. Okay, hey, you know what? Crazy fucking shit happens, bro. It does. Don't fucking tell me no. In Miami? Tell me you don't wake up every day in Miami. It's like, wow, some crazy shit just happened. You know what? This morning, some crazy shit, ha- shit happened. You know what happened? It was a fucking accident right outside my fucking window. Because, well, there's always an accident right outside my window because it's literally the death corner. That's what they call it. They call it the death corner. Uh, because, like, they used to have, like, police people doing, like, speed trap like, right there at the corner because it was so bad. Because it's like, you know, 8th Street is like a huge, long straightaway. You know, so once you like, you know, you, you can take and you go all the way, you know, to, you know, from one side to the other. And so dudes go use that, like, you know, to like racing shit. But this has nothing to do with that. Like, this was like literally like old people, you know, going through and guys running red lights and shit, like in the middle of the broad daylight. You know, this is like a 10. This is not like a night or anything like that. You know, like, and strangely enough, the, you know, the, the, the racing people seem to be more responsible than just the normal drivers that are driving throughout the day that always seem to crash. It's just the craziest fucking thing. It's not like there's no lights. There's lights. One, you know, you, you, red means stop, green means go. What's the problem? But like every fucking week, man, there's like a humongous accident that makes me think like, holy shit, did, just, did, did someone just die? Because that's the sound of someone probably dying. And that's how I wake up every day. Spo said in the press conference, I, I kind of listened. I didn't start the show right away. I know I said I would, but, 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 but I want to hear to hear this. I want to hear that. I wanted to revel in, like, in this win. This is a good win. So when it's a good win, you want to go and you want to hear uh, 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 the, you know, the heat uh, post game. You want to hear the, the interviews. You want to hear Zaslow. You want to hear Tommy Ty. You want to hear everybody. You want Jason. Everybody. You want to hear everybody. You want to hear them all. Just la, 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 give you all that. So I kind of want to hear that, and then I started the thing late. So I'm sorry. But anyways, Spo said that they addressed it. They addressed the problem. There was like a meeting. Everybody, was that? And everybody aired it out, and they addressed the problem. My conspiracy, this is conspiracy, this is my conspiracy, this is no one else's conspiracy, this conspiracy is mine and mine alone. Unless, like, other people are thinking of it, obviously, because, you know, whatever. But anyways, I think they told Spo, hey, look, you know, we like Oladipo, we like Morris, but you gotta sit him. And you gotta start Struess. That's when the lineup happened. I'm sure someone, t- Jimmy, Jimmy told him, hey, look, you got to start Struess, man. I love Duncan, but Duncan's got to sit because he's not, he's not, Struess is better. This Oladipo Morris stuff, no, no, no. No more experimenting, no more bringing guys into the fold. Let's go back to how we were when we were kicking ass. Bring Gabe, Van- Gabe, uh, Gabe Vincent back in the game. Gabe Vincent didn't have a good game. He didn't do much. I think he had like two points or some shit. If, if not, I don't even think he had two points. I think he had two shots is what he had. It was horrible. But for some reason, you know, there's, it's just, it's, it's not as, it's, it, you know, it's just, again, Gabe Vincent's coming back. I get it. He wasn't great. But for some reason, there's less bad things that happen when he's around the ball or when he's in the game or when he plays. 
That's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to say that Oladipo's bad. I'm not going to say that Oladipo sucks. Blah, 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 blah. I'm not going to say that stuff. I'm, because, you know, I like Oladipo. Good story. Great guy. Whatever. But this is the reality. As a player and into this team, integrated. No, no. You can't fit him in this late in the season. No, no, no. These guys have been playing a lot of time. We've been going through up and down and like crazy. And it's just been, it's been, it's been a pain in the ass just to get to the point where you have Lowry, Butler, Bam on the court at the same time. It's been like a fucking trial just to get these three guys in the same time. And now I think they're kind of... Kind of I don't want to say I don't even... I don't want to say that. No, 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 I'm sorry. I take it back. I'm taking it back. They're not, they're not fully there yet. This is them in the process. Lo digo ahora. Hecho. I'm sorry, baby. It's not... What, what do you mean? Okay, I'll give... Okay, okay. You know what? You're right. You're right. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. Let me just give him a little snackers, because when you give him the snack, at least, you know, she's not going to bother you. Can, you can hear them. Listen to it. Sorry, guys. This, is, this, is, this will be fast. I'm sorry. This is embarrassing. This is really embarrassing. Hey. They're angry with me. Uh, I think it's sponsored by IAMS. Not sponsored by Ames. This cat. This cat segment brought to you by Katniss Perverdine and Supra Aristo and Ames. We learned a lot in this game about this team. We learned they can do it. And we learned they can do it against a quality opponent. This was this is a this is like a you know <clears throat> this is a team trying to be first. This is a team trying to win it all. And we went in there into a hostile environment. Okay. Even though it's it's Boston, even though we, we know it is, we don't fear Boston, we get it. It's still Boston. They still had 3-0 on us this season. And let me tell you, I understand. Like, they beat us every single time we play them. And I'm here like, I don't fear them. I don't fear them. And let me tell you something. Every single time they beat us, I still didn't fear them. I still looked at them dead straight in the eyes like, so? And what? Hero had a tough game. But Hero had a tough game. So others could have good games. Hero had a tough game, so others could have a good game. But seriously, even with the bad game that you see that Hero had, and you're like, oh man, Hero sucked tonight. That's how a bunch of, a bunch of you are already, I can already hear, I can already smell it. I can hear it. Some of you, bro, Hero's garbage, man. He didn't do shit. And he still had a double-double. Go listen to the tape. I'll tell you. Hero's a great rebounder. Highly underrated rebounder. And all they did was praise his ass all night long. Guaranteed six man. They were triple teaming his ass out there. Triple. Who else in the league gets triple teamed? 
Who? You know who. Only the best in this league get triple teamed. They were sending three NBA stars, NBA starters to guard this one guy. And it hurts that some of you think he's, 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 he's just a chip to be traded. He's just something to put on the trade block. Cast him away. Give him to somebody else. It's crazy. Let's do the Silver Haze. It's time for Silver Haze segment. Sponsored by Trulief. Now, this Silver Haze strain is probably the best strain, in my opinion, out of all strains ever known to mankind. This is my favorite. But the reality is, is this is not the real silver, super silver haze. I mean, the real silver haze. This is super silver haze. So this is like a... Oh my god, a way stronger version. But this, uh, this actual, uh... This actual harvest is only 18%. Where if I, I think I had the Super Silver Haze here somewhere. Did I have it here? I got like the last one that I had. I don't know. I thought I did. I thought I did it somewhere. But uh, the last time that I got Super Silver Haze from True Leaf, man, it was like near 30, bro. Eso fue paliza. That was like one hit wonder. This stuff at 18.467%. Bro. This stuff. This stuff is like really powerful, bro. Somewhat psychoactive, you know, because it's a it's it's a sativa, and it's probably one of the strongest sativas, if not the strongest sativa, in my opinion. I don't think so. I think uh, there's one called Tutankhamen that is like really, really, free, really strong. So I imagine now, if you grow it, it's like really strong too. It's even stronger. I mean, because if Super Silver Haze is hitting thirty percent, I mean, like that's that's wild to me that it hits thirty percent. That's how much it was the last time. But uh, but anyways, the original Silver Haze. That was the weed where I first got stoned. Not that I first smoked. That I first got stoned. And I mean stone cold Steve Austin stoned. Okay? Like, it was... When I first started smoking, it was weird. Because it was almost like this fake high but real high. Because, you know, you're with your friends. And, and they always say... The the another hikultura uh, drug uh, uh, myths or uh, uh, drug uh, uh, what do you call it urban legends uh, was that the first time you smoke weed you never get high and this actually holds some true because I remember the first time I smoked weed and I don't really think I really got high but you know I felt it was fun with my friends and they're laughing and. You know, they're, 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 they're laughing at me because I started giggling and stuff like that. And I, I kind of couldn't stop. And it was, you know, so I, I kind of did get kind of like high, but I really didn't get like the high that I get now. You know? That didn't happen until, you know, a, a, a family member found out that I smoked. And, and you know, and then, oh my God, oh, he smoked. Oh my God, he smoked. Oh my God, oh, he smoked. You know, it was great. Um, and I was given uh, some silver haze. Some original silver haze. 
And uh, this was maybe 1997, 1998. No, 1997. Because yeah, when I first started smoking. And uh, it, was, it was like so little. There was so little of it. It wasn't like how you see bud it is today where it's like it's in a nice beautiful bud. You have like little buds. And it was like imagine grounds, like a little bit grounds, but like a little bit together and stuff. It was like, eh, hey, whatever. But the thing that stood out was the smell. It smelled dynamite. And the color. The color was a neon green that I had never seen before. It was it was a weird moment because it was a kind of color as an artist. I can tell you that like one weird thing or one thing that is the most difficult thing that you can probably do in not all difficult but like one of the difficult things is like Think of a new color. Like, right now, try to think of a new color. Like a new color. Go ahead. You can't. It's like, that's like the hardest thing. It's like, wait a minute, think of a new color. No. And it's like seeing a new color. It was like seeing a new color when I looked at the silver haze. Like that shade of green. Even to this day, I don't think I've ever seen a shade of neon green that was like that close but it wasn't like that even this silver haze that i have here it, it's not the same neon green this silver haze you look at it and it doesn't really look like good bud you know it, it looks like it looks like good bud but it doesn't look like oh my god it's full of crystals and it's purple and it's this and that oh my god no it's not like that it doesn't look like like the white buffalo looks like wow this shit looks fucking ridiculous but it doesn't really smoke that hard the Super Silver Haze, it doesn't, it looks pretty, but it doesn't look like something that would really fuck you up. And it fucks you up. But that Silver Haze, the original Silver Haze, that's the only time in my life that I've blacked out. Where there's a period of like, it must have been five, six minutes. And to this day, I remember it. Where, like, I'm in one place, and then the next moment, I'm in somewhere else. It was the craziest shit ever. And then when that happened, I was like, oh, shit, you know? And then from then on, actually, after that, when I would smoke weed, I would get the more psychoactive, the more visual part of it, as well as the, feel, the, the, the body feeling of it. Because before, it was more like always just a body feeling. It was never a visual thing. But then when I smoked like really good, hot, like strong weed, which was the Silver Haze, it like, it like activates this part of your brain that all of a sudden activates like a hallucinatory kind of like the visual aspects of weed. Because weed is not really like a, a hallucinogen. My cats are fighting, you know, when my cats not fighting, they're like, you know, super trying to play with Katniss and she never wants to play. So like weed, like, you know, it's it's not like acid where you could see visuals or like even like MDMA where you could see visuals. Um, but it's like it has a visual aspect to it, you know, like a, a depth of field kind of thing. Um, and that never really hit me until I smoked like Crippy or I smoked Silver Haze, which was Crippy. Crippy at that time. At the time, 
you know, Silver Haze was like the first thing. You, you can read about it in my book, to be honest with you. I'm giving you a lot of details that are, are actually in my book that I wrote. I, by the way, I wrote a book. I don't think you... I think I mentioned it once, like, oh, buy my book. Because I don't like to literally throw it in your face there. I'm not trying to seem like I'm like, oh, I'm a writer, even though I literally am. Um, but yeah, I wrote a book, Full Moon Nights. It's about, uh, it's about like my raving days. I used to rave. I used to be a raver back in the day. And there used to be a rave that went down in uh, a, a go-kart amusement center called Malibu Grand Prix. Uh, and it was like they would close the park. And then at like midnight, they would open again and it would have, there would be a rave there. And the rave would happen at all night. And it was just like the craziest fucking raves I've ever been to in my life. And it was like the best fucking raves. I mean, like it's just like madness, bro. Just pure madness. Because it was like before people really knew what was kind of going on. And like, it was just like this free kind of time in Miami. And so I wrote a book about it. So grab the book, Full Moon Nights by Alex and Nico. Oh, shit, that's me. I'm sorry. Fuck, I shouldn't have said that. But I kind of had to say that because it's part of the book. So, whatever. Anyways, Studio Mogura, Alex and Nico, and uh, Full Moon Nights is the book. And it's on Barnes & Noble, and it's on Amazon. So, uh, so download it and buy it. Actually, you can't download it. You have to buy it because it's a, a little, it's a physical book. Like, you have to actually read it. It's not like there isn't even an audio book to it, which is I'm like, I've actually been thinking about it lately. It's so funny that I bring this up because I, I guess it's because I was thinking about it earlier. Um, about doing an audio book and, and just reading it out and then recording it and just uploading it or something. Anyways, I don't even know how we got here, but who cares, you know? Oh, yeah. Sponsored by Truly. You see? That's Truly, baby. All right, so you know, on that note, right at the 30 sec, 30, 30 minute mark, let's hit this. I'm telling you, man, like, the super silver haze is a straight like no other. And I don't like to tell you because I don't want you to go out and get it because I want it all for myself. Fuck you. That's how it is, bitch. What you gonna do? Nothing. Told you. I'm gonna tell you something right now. And I'm going to whisper it into your ear. And it's going to turn you so on. That your panties are going to like just get totally drenched. And your, your pants aren't going to be able to contain yourself. And, and if you don't have those two things, like you're just going to feel like however you feel with, you know, it, it feels to be like, you know, horny and stuff. I'm sorry. We're getting a little bit X-rated right now. I'm going to get a little X-rated. Okay. So don't be offended when I get X-rated. Because I'm about to get X-rated right now. Okay, baby? Are you ready? I'm going to get... <laughs> you know? Listen to this, baby. Come here. Come here, baby. Come here. Let me tell you something. I'm going to whisper this into your ear. Jason Tatum had no points in the fourth quarter until there was one minute and 45 seconds left. You like that? How was you like that? I like that segment. Moving on. Trust in Jimmy. Okay? Trust in Jimmy, baby. He is not Curry. He is not Durant. Okay? He is Butler. He's not LeBron. He is Jimmy. He is a grinder. He is blue collar. He is Miami. 
Because Miami's blue-collar, bro. Miami has high-end shit like that. and you know that. But hey, that shit's got to get billed by somebody. Trust in Jimmy. Even I'm guilty. I, I didn't trust him. I was telling him, give it up to Hero. Hero has a dagger in him. Hero has a dagger in him. But Jimmy was like, no, no, no. I got this. And he took it and he hit it. He hit it. I know Parakeet Cortez like to say that Jimmy don't got the shot. But hey, Jimmy has, a, Jimmy has some shots tonight. Jimmy has some shots tonight. I don't know what else to say, man. I mean, Lowry was a fucking madman tonight. And that's the thing. You know, Lowry comes in, he flamethrower. When he's flamethrowering, man, you just like, just, just take it, Lowry. Just take it, baby. I don't care from where, just take it. Because he's got that shot. And it's like, ooh. It's like, his sli- Lowry slices like a knife. Through butter, baby. Through butter. I don't mean like him cutting through like Hero. I mean his threes cut like a knife. Slicing people's heads off, man. Well, not really because that'd be a little too graphic. But whatever, you know what I mean. But Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry. That's how you say it. If you're wondering. When I post those things, that's how you say it. I'm going to tell you, Marcus Smart is going to join the Heat at some point. Either he's going to die a Celtic or he's going to join the Heat. I've always said it. I've always thought it. I never, I never liked him after he, you know, he had his incident in college, whatever, whatever, whatever. But that was a long time ago, so whatever. But you respect him because he plays like the kind of player that you, know, you find in the Heat. And, but I imagine at some point he's, he's going he's gonna to want to win one. So he's going to come to the heat. Just throwing that out there. If not, you know what? Then, you know, enjoy being a Celtic. Deadman had a great game, man. I was really ragging on him in the beginning because, you know, he's just, he doesn't, he's got such a weird way of shooting where he just chucks it up there like, ah! And then when he makes one, it's like, oh! And he starts making them. Doesn't make them all. But I will tell you this, man, like, he came on in the second half. In the second half, he came on. He was responsible for that big run in the beginning. Responsible. I'll give it to him. I don't know how the hell he fouled out, to be honest with you, bro. Because I, I, I cannot remember him getting so many fouls. Like, that was, like, crazy, bro. Like, how the hell did that happen? When did that happen? Well, all of a sudden, oh, fouls out. What? Let me tell you, that pissed me off. And that's why I say, put in your it, man. You got to put in your it. You got to get your it minutes before the playoffs, man. Because, you know, heaven forbid, you need to put him in. You gotta, he's got to be ready for that shit. He's got to be ready for that shit. All these guys got to be ready. So you got to give your minutes. If not, just to give minutes to like in between Bam and, 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 uh, and Deadman. You know, so that like, 
if if you see Deadman getting a lot of fouls, but you need Bam to get rest, well then put your in there. Even if it's for a couple minutes, just put him the fuck in there, man. Who gives a shit? Like seriously, who gives a fucking shit, bro? Just put him in there. He, he sucks. Okay, you sit him. Boom, put someone else. Fine. But I don't think he's gonna suck, man. I think he's gonna go in there and he's gonna have a couple rebounds and he's gonna get something out of you. He's gonna put you in a good position at some point, and then that's it. And then you said, "Now nah, you put you get get Bam back in the game," but you had to put Bam in there early. You wanted to get him a couple more minutes, but you nope. You had you had to put Bam in there, and you know what? Bam stayed in the whole like power to him, bro. He stayed the whole way because he knew who would. Jason Tatum, forty minutes, I think. I, I, I can't believe he played 40 minutes. It didn't feel like it. Because you saw him many times sitting. And you were like, oh, why are you sitting? And then they put him back in the game. It's like, oh, shit. And then, I don't know. I guess it's time for I don't know. It should be time for I don't know because 37. We're at 37 minutes. I don't want to go too long. So, um, what's back here? Does Jason Tatum fear us? I don't know. I don't want to say he fears us. I think he fears us. I think he'd rather play somebody else. <laughs> I'll tell you that. I think Jason Tatum and the, the Celtics, I, you know they want to play someone else after tonight. After tonight, they don't want to meet us in the playoffs. Do, do you think they want? You think Boston wants to be like, oh, we want the Heat because we want to beat them and we want to go there and we want them and we want them because we want to show we want to be the best. You think they're going to be saying that tonight? I don't think so. I think Boston's like, we, we, we got to find a way not to face these motherfuckers in the goddamn playoffs because they will kill us. And they got to hope someone else takes us out. But that's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Uh, and I apologize again. You know, like yes, the, in the last show that I, I was kept on saying 76ers, you know, because I thought that the, we were playing the 76ers game, but no, no, it was we were playing Chicago and then we're playing the Raptors. And like these are two games that you think we could win, but I'm not telling. I'm telling you, man, it, it, there's a good chance we we don't win these games. These guys are playing crazy. You saw, guy in, in the Raptors put up 40 points the other night. Uh, it, it, it. Chicago's got guys who are capable of the same thing. Yeah, uh, uh. we gotta come in there, put these people away. If we can come out with this this road, it's a difference. It's a it's one thing losing these guys at home, but if we can go out there and win on the road. These are big wins, man, because these are playoff teams, man. And everyone's tuning up for the playoffs. I don't care. People want to play, guys. People... They were telling you in the broadcast, in the ESPN broadcast earlier, that, like, yo, um, it, uh, the Eastern Conference is so close. Both, like, one through four and five through eight. It's just crazy. Asking uh, uh, Jeff Van Gundy, have you ever seen this before? He's like, oh, I, I can't believe it. I can't remember. But I know he's probably playing it, you know, for sure. He's not, he, doesn't, he doesn't know. He doesn't remember every single fucking game. And shit. I get that. But still, even I, I can tell you this. This is a really close-ass freaking uh, for, for season. I don't know if there's been like games like, like another season like this. Where so many teams. Mm, usually two, three teams, and that's it. No, everybody. This is like, no. There is no rest, I think. As much as you want to rest your guys, that's why it was like, take advantage that like you're getting your ass and just rest guys. Take advantage that all of you aren't, aren't playing their guys and rest guys. If they're going to rest your guys, then you rest your guys and you let it go. Because you get it to a point where it's like, no, you can't rest guys now. Because you're playing teams that, that, that everyone, every, every game at this point still matters. If you want 
if you want home court advantage, you got to win these games. We can't stop. We're not going to be able to stop. We're going to have to go straight through the end of the season, right into the playoffs, man. Caleb Martin has got to get better, bro. We got to get Caleb Martin back, man. He's got to get better. He's got to. He's got to get back in this in the, in the rotation, bro. That's re- Caleb Martin is really fucking important for us, bro. Because PJ Tucker, as great as he is, I don't know, man. I don't know if PJ Tucker is gonna make it to the end. That's not I know for you. That's the I don't know. That's the I don't know for you. I was holding it back. I didn't want to say anything because we got to win, and he did have a lot of good plays, and I really respect him, and all that stuff, and he came through good a couple of times. But there's, I don't know, the last couple of games, man, there's been moments that P.J. Tucker, I looked at him, and I'm like, is he tired? Is he okay? He looks kind of sluggish. It's the end of the season. I get it. Everyone looks a little sluggish, so maybe that's just my eyes and me just playing, like, you know, tricks on me. But I don't know. He just seemed a little off. But I got to hope that, like, when playoffs come, these guys get retuned. And they get refocused and, and they get hungry again. Because a lot of people are just Yancey right now. You know, it's like you're, you're doing a project for like a really long fucking time. I don't mean you're doing a project for like eight hours, bro. I mean, you're doing a project for like eight months. Eight fucking months you've been drawing this shit every single fucking day. Oh, and then you reach that point where you're like just a few strokes away from finishing it. But you know you have to do those few strokes and you have to do those light, like those are just few little touches to make it perfect. But you're just, you're all pretty much done. Like if you were an amateur, you would have been done like literally two months ago. But you're not, you're a professional. So you kept on going, you kept on trying to push forward and take it to another level. And you're like almost there, you know, like the, and you're, the back of your neck starts to burn. Like if someone takes a fucking hot poker and sticks it inside fucking like liquid metal and then shoves that shit right to the back of your skull. Like that fire that burns in you as a creative. That's right, people. That's what it feels like sometimes. To be creative. That's what it feels like. It's like this hot sensation. It's like, oh, God, I got to finish this. And then the re- oh, oof, that's what's happening. That's what's happening to this team right now. They're at the end. They can smell the end, and they're in first place, man. They're trying to knock these motherfuckers out and say, "Hey, you know what? We came out there, we took this shit, and you know what? It's just we're just starting because there's more shit to take." He cultura, he cultura, he cultura. Studio Mogura, Studio M O G U R A, Twitter, Instagram. Follow, support this shit. Come on, this shit's great. You know you love it. Studiomogirl.com. Find me. Check me out. Here we go. We will see you the next game, I think, in Chicago. I think it's tomorrow night. I think this was a back-to-back. I don't remember. I don't know. Don't trust me. Trust Google. Just type it in Google, bro. If you have a question, just fucking type it in Google, bro. It'll give you the fucking answer. It's crazy. I know it's AI shit. But that's the reality that we're in right now, bro. If you have a question, just type it in Google, bro. It's going to tell you. Don't freak out. Just freak out. 